Oh, what is up, everybody? It is another Thursday, and therefore is another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Thank you for coming along. Starting the show a little early today, because the chat uh, petitioned it thusly, and I was here, so I agreed to do it. So it may not sound early to you, but it wasn't quite noon here at Hard Rock Lunchbox headquarters, making it officially early. All right. Um. Yeah. So, um, just starting out. Anybody get a chance to take a look at the new segment, the Talk Twenty on Strangerhood TV today? Um. Yeah. It's basically just the interview I did with, for lack of a term, last week. Uh, we posted it up as a video. Uh, it's a whole new format. I taught myself some new formatting tricks to do the video, so it took a lot longer than it should have, but at least it's done. So now, as I decide to do more and more interviews, I'm thinking probably every other week, uh, that'll be a new segment you'll be able to see right alongside the Top 20, because you see I did the Top 20 and the Talk 20, because they're both supposed to be about 20 minutes long. It's also from the same show, but it's just additional content for you guys to check out. Uh, The reason the Talk 20 is probably a little bit more interesting than the Top 20 is because most people already know what I look like, and Believe me, once is enough. It's like one and done. So you don't really need to keep watching the top 20 unless you miss the Hard Rock Lunchbox. That's kind of the way I recommend it. Or if you just want to check out the new banner, that is just stellarly awesome. But the thing with the Talk 20, it's actually the Zoom meeting. So you get to see the guys, see their expressions, and just sort of see how the interview goes. So I think it's going to be a segment that I'll keep going. I might even replace the Top 20 eventually if it becomes uh, something better. Uh, just because, like, if I'm not getting the views on the top 20, there's really no point in me keep doing it, right? Like, that kind of makes sense. Rather just focus on stuff that people actually want to see. So uh, your feedback, as always, uh, is important. You can just hop in here on the chat. Uh, it's at 99wnrr.com, or you can go to hardrocklunchbox.com and link in, and you can just... Uh, join the chat here, and you can kind of give me some feedback on what you thought worked, what you thought didn't about the Talk 20. Um, I'm actually going to message the person I want to schedule for the 16th a little bit later today. So hopefully I'll have that all set up, and then I can incorporate whatever changes you guys think, uh, with the exception of a couple things. Like, the ground rules really are. I'm really trying to keep it as close as possible to um, to, to just 20 minutes, because I don't really want to do longer than that. I don't think it's... I don't think it's an appropriate interview format for this show. And I, unless I was doing it on the side, I would just do my own interviews. Like, my new-to-you interviews that I, we used to do and stuff, like, those were good. But they lasted, like, two or three hours. I mean, like, it's it's an experience. It's an evening. And I'm just not looking to do that this time around. So I am looking to keep it at, like, 20 minutes. I'm not looking to keep it just musical people. I'm trying to keep it people that are in entertainment or have some other entertaining sort of information to kind of bring. I actually have a whole host of people that I'm thinking about just dragging onto the show just to talk to them, just ask them questions about stuff they do, and I think that might be interesting. And, of course, you can always suggest um, you can always suggest you know, uh, people that you think might be good. Yeah, that's a good point. The, the chat brings up, like, right, obviously I'm not going to have Jimmy on for the Talk 20 because it would be a Talk 180. But I'll have Jimmy in the studio. Like, Jimmy, Mikey, and Annie can just come in studio kind of like whenever because that's that's that. You know, this is more reserved for people that it's just a little harder to uh, come in studio and stuff like that. And honestly, a 20-minute interview can be done on your lunch break. So that's – anyway, 
So those are kind of the ground rules. Um, and that's kind of it. So if you have suggestions, feel free to send them over to me. Sorry, G, you are definitely not interesting. Although I would I would interview G just to watch 20 minutes of her trying to get her Zoom account to work. I think that would be that would be fascinating. <laughs> I would uh that that actually might not be the worst idea. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you can join the conversation over at 99WNRR. Uh, of course, the top 20 is actually out today where I talk about being big in Romania. I do have a kind of an update on that. I'm actually not as big in Romania as I was last week. Uh, they did not, I guess they did not like the, uh, the top uh, 20 countdown of the band's box uh, for Thanksgiving because I dropped about three places in Romania, and that sucks. And I've dropped off the charts entirely in Brazil, so I don't understand how any of this stuff works. I am continuing to monitor it, but I really cannot continuously monitor it because, A, I don't know what it means. B, I just don't have the time to do it. And C, I don't really know what it means. And I realize that that's A and C, but like one of them's like a legit answer, and the other one's like, I really have no idea what that means. <laughs> just I would absolutely take a trip to Romania. I think that would be very cool. I'd hang out with uh, Vlad and just uh, Drac- uh, the, the Dracul and, uh, and, and see what's up. Maybe they want to talk about stuff. Maybe they have stuff to, um, to talk about. You know what's always funny to me, um, and this is something I learned in college, and I've noticed it every time it's been brought up since, is that um, the way we here in the West, because we here are in the West, the way we look at the world is is filtered, like the original filter bubble that I'm always complaining about, right? Those the information bubbles. Um, the way they work is they, you know, history is written by you know your ancestors, or history is written by the victor and stuff. So we see stuff that's been passed and taught down to our cultures, you know, Germanic, uh, you know, Anglo-Saxon and you know, Italian and stuff. Everybody, like, from the Holy Roman Empire down, um, we have these uh, preconceptions, these preconceived notions of stuff like, you know, Vlad and the Transylvania area. And, you know, what we are taught about them, like, yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Yep, he was pretty brutal. Um, and he did some terrible things to his enemies, including impale them on stakes. But, like, let's not forget um, the the Romans kind of famously crucified people, uh, including one very important dude. And most people wear that sort of situation around their neck. <laughs> and crucif- crucifixion is way more cruel than uh, impaling. You die a lot faster after being impaled. Like, you basically just die of the elements in crucifixion. Like, it's it's awful. But we demonize so bad, like Vlad the Impaler, and there's never been a greater, in my opinion, a greater example of this sort of egregious, like, paradigm shift or perspective shift uh, when you talk about people like Attila the Hun. Now, I grew up thinking that Attila the Hun was, like, this worst thing. Like, oh, don't you act like Attila the Hun, blah, blah, blah. To the Hungarians and the Huns, Attila was a hero. Attila took on the Roman Empire and won. <laughs> that dude was badass. 
But we, as descendants from that sort of area, are like, oh man, he was terrible. He killed everybody. I'm, I'm totally not justified and stuff. But to the Huns, he was like, yo, dude, that's the man. And he is still revered in those cultures today and should be. I'm just saying that in Romania, like, I'm willing to hear your side, and I've already said that I think the impaling thing, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not saying I would do it, but I understand. Like, I mean, if I had to choose between being impaled and being crucified, I would definitely take impaling unless, of course, I was about to start my own mega religion that, you know, people would be totally into for a few millennia. Like, then, then crucifixion. But other than that, I think impaling is probably the way to go. And that's been my crazy death reasoning um, segment on the box. So, um, I don't know what else is going on. Anyway, the Talk 20, that's out. Top 20 is out. Oh, yeah, Stranger TV, uh, the interview with Steve Maison is out. Uh, and they have seven questions with, I'm going to go with Kaylee. She spells her A with a four. Definitely one of my least favorite things that people do, but... Unfortunately, they probably do not ask her an eighth question as to why people think they do that. I will say she she considers herself the resident goth, uh, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I think if you're, I think Stevie Nicks is Stevie Nicks, and I think that that's probably okay. But I'll give the seven questions a watch, and I'll 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 be as judgmental as as I find to be applicable because I don't know. That's just what it is. I think if you're the new whatever, like the Greta Van Fleet was like the new Led Zeppelin. Like, no, nope, we don't need a new. We don't. We don't need a new one. We don't. We need new stuff, but we don't need new versions of old stuff. Like, just be your own stuff. That, that's that's what I'm going to go with today. So, what do we decide? Be your own. Be your own person. And impaling, unless mega religion. Right. Okay. So we're all in agreement there. That's good. Um, just checking in on the chat before I get yelled at. Yeah, something. Genghis Khan, Romania. Please be interesting. No, I saw that. All right, okay, cool. All right, we're all caught up. Fantastic, fantastic for me. So I broke one of my cardinal rules yesterday, and I hopped up on Facebook for no particular reason. Um, that's not true. I actually hopped up on there for a good reason because. I am an imperfect person, in case you haven't noticed, and I was reading the, an article in The Nation. I've told you how much I enjoy reading The Nation and Mother Jones, but this, uh, The Nation, I was actually waiting for a report to run, so I had two minutes, um, and before you give me a whole host of shit about not listening to this, that, or the other thing, I actually happened to have... Uh, the Bacon is My Podcast interview running while I was reading this, which is very distracting until I got to a very important part Then I had to pause uh, the VIMP stuff. Um, but they were basically talking about this whole problem, and this is not political, so don't don't jump up my ass. I'm not in the mood. Um, basically talking about the problem that the right has with sort of body autonomy, right? They're just screaming constantly like, you know, about vaccines, like my body, my choice, my body, my choice. And they're having this huge problem because 26 of our states are, you know, basically removing all abilities for women to get abortion or making it virtually, virtually impossible. And they're just, in my opinion, just trampling on the rights of women all at the same time while, you know, 
basically insisting that their body is their temple and they're, you know, you can't force me to do anything. Like, seriously, man, you like if we're having this conversation, like you cannot put something inside me that I don't want. That sounds reasonable, right? I get that. I'm actually a believer in that sort of thing. But doesn't that kind of also sound like an embryo? Like, I mean, I, whatever your take on abortion is, is not really relevant. Like, it should be your opinion, and you can do whatever it is you want, and you can certainly counsel people that ask for it, and that's important, too, and that's fine. But but forcing somebody to do something with their body is bananas. Like, it's bananas in every in every way you think about it. And I understand the people that make their argument that, like, you know, it's a life or whatever. Those arguments are not something that I'm going to settle here, and I feel like that's a scientific and theological discussion that you have to have with yourself. I'm talking about, like, hey, man, I want to grow myself another kidney. I'm going to, like, put it in this other person and let it grow, and then I'm going to take it out of that. Like, you can't do that. Like, you're actually not allowed to do that. Like, that's what body autonomy means. And I will tell you, in other cultures, we have shut down other, you know, cultures and stuff for human rights violations for doing very much that kind of stuff. Like, it's really not okay. And I don't actually have a problem with people that think it's not okay and people that do think it's okay as long as they're consistent. And what I can't seem to get my head around is how people can be so completely blind or ignorant or whatever the word is that you want to use to the fact that like if you're if you're advocating that your body is autonomous and it's yours and you can't have somebody tell you what you can do with it you need to keep on that track otherwise all of your credibility goes out the window it just does I mean, and if you want to talk about, like, even in the more severe cases, like, I happen to believe in a, in a woman's right to choose because I think it's a terrible burden on, on, a, on, on women in general to, that they have to handle the, the bearing of the offspring. Like, I just, I just do. It's how I was raised, and that's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. That's completely cool. I'm, I'm not going to make anybody have a kid. I'm not going to make anybody have an abortion. I'm not going to make anybody even listen to this show because, obviously, of the three, that's probably the worst. But my point is you can't you can't have your cake and eat it, too. That's why that is an expression, right? Like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of us, and I've probably had my cake and eaten it, too, and that's fine. That's really kind of a bullshit sort of thing that, like, maybe I should work on. Maybe well, I should have less cake, and there'd be less me, and we've had less problems. That's possible. I just don't know for sure. But I was trying to say something, and I don't remember what it was, and that's probably for the best. I just, I can't stand, like, hypocrisy. I, I don't like lying, and I don't like hypocrisy, and I don't like people that, like, step up to the plate and really swing for the fences with their hypocrisy. Like, it's so transparent, and it's so goddamn stupid. Like, oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, aside from the fact that I just believe in that just... I feel like women can be intelligent and have autonomy over their own body, and we can like or not like whatever it is they do, but it's still not our body, so we can't really tell them what to do. But even if we take a simple case, right, of, of incest or rape or some sort of forcible impregnation or, you know, like basically just injecting something into a woman against her will, like, where is that different than a vaccine? Like, where exactly is that different than a vaccine mandate? And why is one okay and why is one not? 
Why does one woman have to suffer the consequences of being raped or, you know, having a kid through incest or whatever? Like, why does a woman have to suffer that if we can't exp- we can't ask the same of some dipshit in Texas? Like, hey, man, get your vaccine so you don't affect every old person with COVID. Like, why aren't they the same thing? And nobody seems to be able to give me an answer other than it's a life. Like... Okay, dude. Well, if you don't get the vaccine and you kill my grandfather, like, that's a life or was a life. Like, we can do these conversations all day. But if you're standing in quicksand because all of your arguments are just bullshit house of cards kind of stuff and talking points, then you don't have a leg to stand on. Like, have your reason and have your rationale and be consistent. Because all that you really should take away from listening to somebody tell you one thing about this and one thing about this is that they want it the way they want it, and that's all there is to it. And there is absolutely nothing in this world more selfish and self-centered than that. And those are people you don't need in your life. And quite frankly, those are people we don't need around anywhere ever. Now, that's just an opinion. But consistency in your beliefs, I think, is fine. You can be right. You can be wrong. It's not for me to tell you, like, what is right, what is wrong. I'll have my opinion. But when you're dealing in facts and and hypocrisy and when you can actually say you just said this about this thing and now you're saying the exact opposite about this thing, then there really is no point in listening to you anymore. And as much as there is no point in ever listening to anything I have to say, I hope at least you will see that I try and have some consistency, even if I evolve over time and change my opinion on things, much like, I mean, this was years ago at this point, but like much, much like my my stance on the Second Amendment and, and the right to bear arms and stuff like that, like as, as much as I am and like truly believe in my heart that they're really... There really should be a lot more control in terms of deadly weapons like guns and stuff like that. The Constitution simply doesn't say it. And that's really kind of too bad. And, you know, people talk about our founding fathers as how brilliant and genius they were. Dude, they were just dudes. And they were only dudes. And they didn't think everything out. And don't forget, they didn't even count slaves as whole people. So, I mean, like... There's a lot of flaws in the initial Constitution, which is one of my favorite arguments, because people are like, I love the Constitution, it's the Constitution, all that other stuff. And I had even seen a meme pretty recently about Amy Coney, uh, Coney Barrett, who is our latest addition to the Supreme Court, incredibly white right-wing, inc- incredibly strong religious belief ties, is incredibly ill-suited to be on the court, in my opinion. And she actually had the balls from the bench to mention the fact that she was an originalist And she really kind of believes in what the Constitution says. And considering the fact that women weren't allowed to own property or vote, she wouldn't have even been on the bench if we were still following the original take of the Constitution. So people like that kind of need to shut the fuck up. Oh, man. Somehow I ended up talking too much politics. I'm sorry. I did have something else to say. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it was. Oh, I was going to talk about my friend Annika. Annika. It's actually Charlotte's best friend, but Annika's very cool, so I have promoted her to my friend. Uh, apparently, she sneaks off during her school day to listen to the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and I think that's the coolest thing ever. And I'm going to have a song to play just for her later. I mean, the rest of you guys can listen, and that's cool. But it's just for her because she's a super fan, and we appreciate those around here. <laughs> 
She's also hella busy and hella smart and is working on trying to figure out how to take her seventh AP class. So I don't know how the hell she's going to squeeze in the Hard Rock Lunchbox. But, man, God bless you, Annika. <laughs> See, I pulled it around, ended on a happy ending. Yeah, that's, that's what we do here on the box. I guess the message I want to put out there is, like, I, wa- oh, I wanted to talk about common courtesy and, and like, uh, just like the social discourse and just how complete shit it has turned into over the past several years. I had a conversation, well, comment basically from uh, Jesse from over at Ugiwawa where he said it's basically what's going on now is the same thing that went on during Trump. And I'm telling you, and I told him, that's not true. What's happening right now is way worse and way more disgusting. And society is devolving very quickly into just a big pit boiling pit bowl of anger and malice and misinformation and hatred and it's it's gonna blow man it's gonna get really really bad before it gets better and you know like i would practice using my swords and my knives and maybe get yourself a club definitely get your hands on some weapons if you can because the revolution i think is coming but it's gonna look very social and it's gonna look kind of like the 60s but it's gonna be it's gonna be hate driven and that's that's bad. So we'll get into a little of the common courtesy that's really just missing from everybody, especially this time of year. Not that I'm a big Christmas guy, but I do recognize it as a time of year for reflection. And do you really want to reflect back on what an asshole you've been all year? Like, And a lot of people are proud of that. I'm not. I think everybody just needs to settle the fuck down. But that's just my opinion. Maybe they don't need to settle down. Maybe they just need to relax a little. And that, my friends, is the best goddamn segue you're going to see all year.